Hello, this is Cody Sturge with the pastor at Joy Baptist Church, and you're listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily. This is a radio ministry, podcast ministry of the Chilhowee Baptist Church. We're thankful that you've tuned in today as we're preaching through God's Word. We're praying God's Word will speak to your heart as it's preached and taught from the pulpit of the Chilhowee Baptist Church. We're looking in our Bibles tonight, Esther chapter number 8, Esther chapter number 8. Uh, just to bring us back up to speed on the story of Esther, uh, we get the name of the book from the main character, Esther. Uh, she ends up becoming the queen to King Ahasuerus, a pagan uh, king. And uh, there's a man named Haman. Haman is a bad guy. Haman hates the Jews, and he specifically hates Mordecai, who is uh, the man that was responsible, the cousin that was responsible for raising Esther. And so Haman, uh, he, the word that comes to mind is snooker. I mean, you know what I mean when I say snooker. Uh, Haman snookers the king. He, uh, he tricks the king into allowing him to write an edict that declares that all the Jews on a specific day are to be put to death by the people, the other people of the 127 provinces of King Ahasuerus. This news is devastating to Esther and Mordecai. And God uses Esther, who's now the queen, to get the attention of Ahasuerus, the king, and explain to the king what's happened. And ultimately, Haman, in our last chapter, he is hanged. Uh, because of his hatred for the Jews, because of what he's done, and uh, he's hanged. The enemy is taken care of, but there's something looming uh, in the shadows. The edict of the king that cannot be reversed. I don't know if you've noticed this, but they talk about the writings. We read about these the writings of King Ahasuerus sealed with his ring. They cannot be reversed. Who can? No one can reverse the writings of the king. They can't be reversed. And so still looming in the shadows and in the heart and the concern of Mordecai and Esther are the writings that on this particular day, all the Jews have been decreed to be put to death. What are we going to do about that? And we see by the conclusion of chapter number eight that God's people are rejoicing. And as a matter of fact, tonight's message is titled this, A Good Day for the Jews. It's a good day for the Jews. And we'll see that here in Esther chapter number eight. The Bible says in verse one, On that day did the king Ahasuerus give the house of Haman, the Jews' enemy, unto Esther, the queen. And Mordecai came before the king, for Esther had told what he was unto her. And the king took off his ring, which he had taken from Haman, and gave it unto Mordecai. And Esther set Mordecai over the house of Haman. And Esther spake yet again before the king, and fell down at his feet, and besought him with tears to put away the mischief of Haman the Agagite, and his device that he had devised against the Jews. Then the king held out the golden scepter toward Esther. So Esther arose and stood before the king and said, If it please the king, and if I have found favor in his sight, and the thing seem right before the king, and I be pleasing in his eyes, let it be written to reverse the letters devised by Haman, the son of 
Hamadatha, the Agagite, which he wrote to destroy the Jews, which are in all the king's provinces. Verse number six. For how can I endure to see the evil that shall come unto my people? Or how can I endure to see the destruction of my kindred? Then the king Ahasuerus said unto Esther the queen, and to Mordecai the Jew, Behold, I have given Esther the house of Haman, and him, that, and him they have hanged upon the gallows, because he laid his hand upon the Jews. Write ye also for the Jews, as it liketh you. In the king's name and seal it with the king's ring. For the writing which is written in the king's name and sealed with the king's ring may no man reverse. Then were the king's scribes called at that time in the third month, that is the month Sivan, on the three and twentieth day thereof. And it was written according to all that Mordecai commanded unto the Jews and to the lieutenants and the deputies and rulers of the provinces which are from India unto Ethiopia and 120 and seven provinces unto every province according to the writing thereof and unto every people after their language and to the Jews according to their writing and according to their language. And he wrote in the king Ahasuerus' name, and sealed it with the king's ring, and sent letters by post on horseback, and riders on mules, camels, and young dromedaries. Verse number 11. Wherein? The king granted the Jews, which were in every city, to gather themselves together, and to stand for their life, to destroy, to slay, and to cause to perish all the power of the people and province that would assault them both little ones and women, and to take the spoil of them for a prey. Upon one day in all this, in all the provinces of King Ahasuerus, namely, upon the 13th day of the 12th month, which is the month Adair, the copy of the writing for a commandment to be given in every province was published unto all people, and that the Jews should be ready against that day to avenge themselves on their enemies." So the posts that rode upon mules and camels went out, being hastened and pressed on by the king's commandment. And the decree was given at Shushan the palace. And Mordecai went out from the presence of the king in royal apparel of blue and white and with a great crown of gold and with a garment of fine linen and purple. And the city of Shushan rejoiced and was glad. The Jews had light and gladness and joy and honor. And in every province... And in every city, whithersoever the king's commandment and his decree came, the Jews had joy and gladness, a feast and a good day. And many of the people of the land became Jews, for the fear of the Jews fell upon them. And we come to this passage of scripture, this chapter, and it's so fascinating to me, and there's so many things to talk about. But I'm going to talk today about a good day for the Jews a good day for the Jews, and some things happen in this passage of Scripture that uh, equal a good day for, for the Jews. The Bible says that for the Jews there was joy and light and gladness, a good day. And we see earlier in this book of the Bible, we see Mordecai mourning in sackcloth and ashes and the, the, the nation of Jews in the 127 provinces of King Ahasuerus weeping and mourning and fearing their lives, and rightfully so. But now God has orchestrated and God has moved and God has worked and it's a good day for the Jews. Folks, I'm encouraged to know that 
Weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. I'm encouraged to know that suffering is not eternal. Hallelujah, aren't you glad? I'm thankful to know that there's glimmers of sunshine and hope in the darkest of moments and days. And we as God's people, we should hope in the Lord. We should rest in his goodness. And we shouldn't allow the devil to beat us into some funk that makes us think there's no hope. We shouldn't allow the circumstances of the moment to cause us to lose hope in the light which is in Jesus. And we should sing from the depths of our souls songs like we sang just a minute ago, what a day that will be when my Jesus I shall see. There's hope. There's hope. And whether you're at this moment in a good day or you find yourself in the condition that Mordecai was in not long ago, mourning like you're going to die, like you're at a funeral, you just remember, wherever you are on the roller coaster of life, and it's that, isn't it? You just remember God's faithful. Just remember there's hope. Just remember God's on the throne. You can trust him. It was a good day for the Jews. Let's just begin here, number one, with uh, just breaking this passage apart. The first section we're going to come to is Esther and Haman's reward. Esther and Haman's reward. I mean, Esther, I'm sorry, Esther and Mordecai's reward at Haman's expense, right? Esther and Mordecai's reward. Let's look at this. The first two verses. The Bible says in verse 1, On that day did the king Ahasuerus give the house of Haman, the Jews' enemy, unto Esther, the queen. And Mordecai came before the king, for Esther had told what he was unto her. I read verse number one. I, I begin to think about, you've got to, you've got to know that King Ahasuerus' head is spinning. I mean, there's been a whole lot of things and pieces put together for King Ahasuerus in the last few hours. For one, he finds out that his queen is a Jew. For two, he finds out that his most trusted General, his most trusted leader, Haman, is a deadbeat scoundrel who had tricked him into condemning every Jew under his control to being put to death. He also begins to see that the man, Mordecai, who had previously saved his life overhearing things at the gate, who yesterday he had sent uh, Haman to parade through the streets to give him praise because of what he'd done but hadn't been rewarded for five years previous. He finds out that Mordecai is the cousin of Esther who raised Esther since she was a little girl because she was an orphan. Can you just see Mordecai? Can you see Ahasuerus? He's like, my lands. This is a fascinating, twisted story here. The Bible says that Esther has now told the king what he was unto her, what Mordecai was unto her. Verse number two, the Bible says, and the king took off his ring, which he had taken from Haman and gave it unto Mordecai, and Esther set Mordecai over the house of Haman. Now, this little phrase here, Esther set Mordecai over the house of Haman, is not something to be taken lightly. Haman was the kind of guy who, in his personal resources, had enough money to be able to pay a massive amount of money in order to exterminate the Jews. Haman's estate was massive. It'd be like finding out that your uncle was 
Steve Jobs, and now you are the inheritant. You're inheriting that type of fortune. And Steve Jobs has been on my heart lately. I hate the, his early uh, death, and I'm I'm sick thinking about it. And I hope he was saved. But I, for instance, it would be like taking on and receiving the this kingdom, this empire of a man like Haman was pretty amazing. And the king said, I'll tell you what I'm going to do, Mordecai and Esther. I've given Esther all that belonged to Haman. And Esther says, Mordecai, I'm going to give you control over it. And the king, Ahasuerus, said, Mordecai, here's Haman's ring. I'm going to make you a chief ruler in my kingdom. You're a trustworthy man. Now, these first two things we see are pretty impressive. It's fascinating. It's good. Because we watch Esther, and we watch her struggle through and pray through. We watch Mordecai struggle through and pray through. And we watch God entrust two of his people with a massive treasure and a massive amount of influence and a grand opportunity. When I thought about this and prayed over it and considered this moment in Mordecai and Esther's life, I just couldn't help but note that it is a really good day when God trusts trusts godly people with great things. It's good. Now, lest you excuse yourself because you've not inherited a great estate or lest you excuse yourself because you don't have a, a massive fortune, lest you excuse yourself, I want you to know something. The things that God has entrusted you with are to be used for his good, for his glory, for eternity. We talk off in our home about, with the boys, I talk to them all the time. I said, boys, I want you to be as good as you can be at anything, at everything you do. But I don't want you to be good at things and work hard to be good at things in order that you can puff your chest out and tell people how good you are and wait for people to tell you how good you are. I want you to do the best you can with the life you've given because what God has trusted you with, he wants to use it to affect and bless other people. And I'll just tell you, If God has blessed you with all kinds of stuff and all you care about is blessing yourself, all that God has given you is in vain. Thank you for listening today to Keep Thy Heart Daily. This is a ministry of faith of the Chilhowee Baptist Church. For more Bible preaching, Visit us at chillhowiebaptistchurch.com or download our app wherever you get your apps. Chill Howie Baptist Church. God bless you. I hope you have a wonderful day.